All right, boys. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back. The Could big this ass be episode three? Three zero. zero. Fuck yeah. Keen as boys. Can Who would have thought we'd make it this far? Yeah, Not me. <laughs> Oi, I had this thought the other day and I thought uh, it's probably a good way to start the podcast. Yeah, let's hit it. Fucking hentai? What are your thoughts on those? It's not pentai this time. Damn. But what are your thoughts on those fucking weird ass American sports like lacrosse? Because on the one side, it's like, firstly, is this even a real sport? And secondly, because it's like hockey. It's like, Can you believe that people actually play, not ice hockey, hockey. People play hockey. Yeah, it's like, it's like diving. It's like, why yeah. are you, why are you, doing one part of a sport. Which one is more real? Lacrosse or that fucking Hogwarts sport? <laughs> Quidditch. <laughs> I think Quidditch, man. Bro, Quidditch. I think Quidditch is more real than fucking lacrosse. Lacrosse is just fucking white people beating each other up in middle America. You know what I mean? Do you know mean? what the objective of lacrosse is? Like what is like basketball, throw the ball in the basket. Soccer, kick the ball in the goal. What's the goal of lacrosse? Just to let retards run around a field. I don't know. Is it like uh, is it like yard time for inmates, but for fucking white guys with low low brain cells? I don't know. What, what is, is the goal of hockey? It's just hit a ball in a fucking net, isn't it? What? Oh yeah, true, true. That one's that's quite obvious. Uh, I meant the one. What's the one they go around in circles? Roller rink. Yeah, roller rink. That roller rink one where they literally go around in like a small circle. It's like a donut shape, and it's like they have a ball between them. I think it's whoever does the most amount of laps with the ball wins. I've never seen that. It's like when the Olympics comes on, you realize how many dumb sports there are. Yeah. You're like, how is this a sport, guys? Yeah. We're one, really reaching for this one. Axe throwing always gets me. Like the fact that that is an Olympic sport. Or do you know what gets me? Uh, the hammer toss, which is the one where that it's like exactly what I was thinking, it's a I ball think. with a fucking like chain on it, yeah. right? And you just think like how many cunts have got fucking impaled by this shit? You and know it what makes mean? you think, are these people, like, you know, obviously something like basketball, soccer, especially soccer, cricket, the people that are good at cricket- Tennis. Are ex <laughs> the people who are good at <laughs> cricket- you, Addy. Are extraordinarily good at cricket because so many people play it. Yeah, and they're very wealthy as a result. Well, yeah, of course. Well, you're either wealthy or you have zero. Like there's no, you're not making much money in, in C-League cricket. Doesn't exist. It's I mean, like- it's so far, like you need to be the best of the best of the best. But axe throwing or fucking Tamatos, how good do you actually need to be to be in the Olympics? Because it's just not that many players. Yeah, but I feel like there's got to be like, you know, Soviets or Americans just saying, we just need as many goals as possible yeah. to like fucking bring up our medal count. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. But, but the comp, like, you know, competition makes people better. Yeah. That's how like technology increases so much. That's how basketball players now are probably significantly better than they were a hundred years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you'd think that that's because of the extreme amount of competition that I'm not sure how much competition there is in axe throwing. Yeah, it's just, it's stupid, isn't it? It's yeah. fun. It looks, when you go to those bars and they're throwing fucking axes and stuff, it's like, ah, oh, it sounds kind of cool. You know what I mean? Pretend to be Ragnar Lost. I, I love it in the, in the in bars. Yeah, exactly. That sounds fucking sick. I would love but to But to that. dedicate your life to something that gets you no money and no girls, it's like, what's the point of this, bro? Well, you know that classic American attitude where the girls are always like, oh, do you play a sport? Yeah. Yeah, imagine if you're like, yeah. Hammer toss. <laughs> I'm the best at yeah. hammer toss. I'm an e-gamer. <laughs> I'm in Diamond League of Legends. Yeah, yeah. I can I imagine if you put that on your CV, like when you're applying to jobs, fucking like Olympian hammer throw. I mean, the thing is, you probably, if you got a gold medal, you'd probably oh. mention it somewhere. But it is one of those things where it's like, what in? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, I got a gold medal in the 400 carrying a guy over your shoulder while jerking off race. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just not as impressive as the 100 meter sprint. Yeah. For, oh, 100 just, meter sprint is the- It's just the facts, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, speaking of work, I had the funniest conversation with, with someone at the moment where one yeah. of the seniors got like almost fired, like one of the, the, the top, top, top people, like executives, got fired, almost fired for sleeping with one of the interns. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, and it made me think- like, You're not allowed to do that anymore? Well, that's, what I, that's what I was thinking. Like, But Don some, Draper does it every episode. I was about to say, isn't the, like, the main reason yeah. of being a senior, one, tons of money, and two, you get to fuck all the interns. I thought the idea of having a secretary was it's just <laughs> pussy on tap. <laughs> but then it made me think like, is this a good direction we're going in life? Where what, going away from sexual harassment <laughs> in the workforce? Yeah, dude. It right, doesn't. Pause. pause. That's, that's not what I meant at all. <laughs> I saw it in your eyes. <laughs> but I, I, what I do mean to say is, like, is this a bad direction we're going? Like, assuming consent, it's consensual. Is it a bad thing to have sexual relationships within the workplace? I mean, I think I, I get what you're saying, but I think there's a difference between a secretary and a CEO. 
Because a CEO or like a PA and, a, and the person they're representing, right? Yeah. Like, because it's a direct fucking thing. But like, what if you're both kind of fucking playing around, fooling around, right? And you're at the same level in a job and then you get a promotion and she doesn't. So you're technically a this boss. Is, is it now level, illegal? Same level will be non, will be fine, I reckon, in terms of how it looks, but it would be so toxic within the relationship because some people like you and I who are quite competitive yeah. and quite ambitious when it comes to their career, like we always want to be the best. Imagine if you're competing with your girlfriend. Like how yeah. toxic would that be? And imagine how bad it would be if she was like, uh, she was just as competitive and like jealous about it. So if you did well, she's trying to like hold out on you and stuff like that. Or, or like, and, and all, there's always a little, like, <coughs> I hate it, but I see it a lot. Like people sabotaging their, their competitors. Makes, yeah. It makes sense, but it's like, bro, that's not the way to go. Yeah, at the end of the day, you just got to look after your workmates. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah there is internal, internal competition, but a lot of the times the snaky people don't get promoted because 100%. their character, like- yeah, people think their managers don't. It's like a teacher. People think teachers don't realize who the cunt of the classroom is, but they always fucking do. And, and it's the same thing with managers. And here's a, I wish I was given this advice when I was the age of the our years, our, our listeners, which is like around the 15, 20 year old. The world is so small. Everyone knows someone who knows you. You don't oh, want to have, you terrifying. don't want to build a reputation for being something that's not good. Like you have, you, you should always, like, even if you're doing a casual job at a fucking. So what you're saying is, don't broadcast to hundreds of people that you listen to hentai on the regular. <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? Not quite. Have we made a mistake? Yeah. Fuck, do we need to take it all down? Here's an example. Yeah. Here's a perfect example. Here's it. So my sister is quite high up in a company and she's hiring people. Was so she, she smoking? Huh? She's high? Can we <laughs> go there not. now? She doesn't do any drugs. <laughs> yeah, so she's quite high up in a company. She does a lot of the, the, the hiring. Yeah. And um, she was hiring someone who works when my brother used to work. So she asked him like, hey, there's this really good candidate with, we're planning on taking him to the final stage. Yeah. So right. we're, we're planning to take him to the final stage. Have you heard anything about him? And my brother was like, I'm not too sure, but I'll ask someone who's still there and we'll, we'll I'll see if he knows anything. Turns out my brother's friend knew someone who had a massive fight with him. So the response they got was, oh, he's a massive dickhead. But they literally got it from the enemy of that person. And then she, off the back of that, asked him a question regarding that. She said that she, she didn't want to make it obvious, but she was like, what would you do in such a situation? My brother said you're a bitch. No, nah, no. Nah. And, and then the guy fumbled because he brought it up and it was like a direct question exactly in that. And, and like you literally, you never know who knows you. And like, so trying to make a great first impression with everyone you meet because- it's going to pay so like if on the other side of the table, yeah. my brother's friend was like, oh no, excellent work ethic, yeah, exactly. such a great guy. And honestly, most people would give you a good review even if they just think you're an average guy. Yeah, exactly. So like, you'd have to be a terrible person for them yeah, to be yeah, that yeah. honest. And and that guy lost out a really, really good opportunity because of just that one bad, bad relationship he had. Yeah. You want to make sure that even the worst enemy would give you an okay review. Yeah, I mean, speaking of jobs, bro, I was thinking about this the other day. How do you get the job of like chief alien fucking inspector at Area <laughs> 51? Is it, oh my God. You know what I mean? Like how do, even just the bullshit question. jobs, like being a security guard, how do you get the gig to protect the alien? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how do you, how do you even get, I think you'd have to start off with one of those like really strange degrees, like in, in signals or in, like what? What are they calling? Like, so funny because I'm gonna go into signals. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, like like signals or like one of those weird things that would be like extremely important yeah. when it comes to communicating with with like these fucking. Do you, do you reckon? What do you? What is your thoughts on aliens? Do I think they they exist? I think we can both exist that uh, agree that it's not a. Oh, I think we do have differing opinions. I think we spoke. What, about what's things. your opinion? I think that. We they, spoke about this at the, at the train station. At the yeah, train, yeah, yeah, at Central Station, yeah. 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 I, I think they do. I think I'm sure that there's a life form out there. I think like uh, infinity takes care of that for you. I just don't. And the, the thing people think about infinity is that because it's infinity, it immediately means it's true. That isn't what it actually means. It just means that by it's ever expanding- Extraordinarily unlikely. Yeah, you'll probably get yeah, there. Yeah. I just, my contention is I don't believe that- Aliens have to be these little green men with fucking saucepans, uh, uh, Jesus, sized ships fucking floating around who are way more technical, uh, technologically advanced. Yeah. I think when people say aliens definitely exist, they often cite dodgy like bacteria. sources. Bacteria in a different planet. Yeah, and like, like the thing yeah. is, that's still a fucking massive revelation in science because there's been no proof that aliens exist aside from a bunch of nut jobs taking humongous. photos. Yeah, yeah, but cunts are obsessed with 
they have to be way more advanced than us. They have to have built the pyramids. Yeah. yeah. And I just like, uh, I think I take it very much on the, if there's proof, let's talk about it. But yeah. we're in, it's like, uh, have you heard simulation theory? The idea that like, it's a, uh, you know, there's the original people who then create a, simula- a simulation because maybe the earth's fucked or yeah. something like that. And then the people within the simulation end up creating a simulation and it goes on, on and on. Yeah. And so pe- it, it, it makes sense when, you know, given the period where we're living in, where games have become so damn bloody realistic compared to what they were when we were young, like when they were just like Pac-Man and shit like that. Yeah. It's undeniable we'll get to the stage where it's it's undistinguishable oh, yeah. whether you're playing the game or real life. I See, I agree with that. And I, I agree that maybe we're the first generation that goes into the simulation. But there are some people that straight up believe it is a simulation. There's no doubt about it. Well, and the question is, is like, what's the odds that we are the first? But it's it's not about like, the thing is you can't calculate these odds when there's no actual evidence of it being a simulation so yeah, far, yeah, yeah. aside from us moving towards that. Simulation theory is something that I'm more on the skeptical side on. Like I said, I understand it, not fully. Like I, only, I only know on a very high level basis, but I, I'm a bit skeptical. I love how the people who don't understand like business or engineering, they'll think high level and they mean like, oh, he knows a lot. No, no, <laughs> like, that, no. that means like from a bird's eye view, I yeah. kind of recognize, but again, but here's something that I thought is very interesting. So I think we can both agree that to, to have life, you need to have extraordinarily, you could say lucky circumstances. Yeah. Like you need it, like the atmosphere is extraordinarily important into yeah, yeah, having yeah, life, otherwise UV just comes straight through, through. And not that many planets have an atmosphere. I mean, it does in Australia, doesn't it? Well, yeah, that well, no, that's hole. the ozone, but we still have yeah. a humongous amount of atmosphere. We have mm. tens of kilometers of atmosphere. Yeah, of course. And and when you just remove one element, which is uh, O3 or ozone, one compound, sorry, suddenly yeah. life is, un- is, you know, if that happened millions of years ago, there might not ever be humans. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, because life needs to be in such a perfect situation, yeah. here's a theory that I want to float out there. And this is not a joke. This is like a serious theory. So think All about right. it like this. Let's hear it. I wouldn't be surprised... Actually, I'll put it in a different way. Think about it. Humans are very explorative. Of course, we've already put a rover on Mars, which is fucking crazy. The fact that we've done that. Yeah. Men have literally walked on the moon. Insane. It won't be long until we're just throwing, not maybe not manned, but just throwing rockets into deep space and just being, let's see what they see. Let's see what type of radiation they pick up. Let's just explore. Yeah, sure. And then it won't be long until maybe hundreds of years, but it won't be long in the scale of things until we find a planet that is somewhat hospitable. And when we do find one, it's very unlikely that it's already walking, you know, dinosaurs and shit there. Like it'd probably be at a really early stage. Like there's just bacteria. What are we going to do? Are we just going to let it grow? Or are we going to drop some seeds? Drop drop a bit of seeds. Drop, like try to make something happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what are the chances that a different, you know, a higher species are just exploring? They've, they've, they're thousands of years ahead, which is, honestly, 1000 years is nothing in the, in the, in the state, in the sure. life cycle of earth. So Think about it like this. So this higher species just going around, they see Earth. Oh, this one's pretty hospitable. Drop a couple of seeds. Dinosaurs form. Huge light. And then, and then it gets destroyed. They come back. Oh, look, there's nothing here. It sounds like Drop the episode gu- of The Simpsons when Bart puts his fucking dino nuggets in water and it grows <laughs> up to be a massive dinosaur and fucking eats Lisa. But I'm thinking like, it, it, it's not that far-fetched. If, I if mean, they just, they drop a couple of seeds to life and it's like very, very early stages. It's like they drop but, plants but so and then people- plants lead to animals. But it-, it skips a million years of evolution. But so my contention with it all is that people think that because infinity doesn't have a value and the idea is it's never ending, yeah. that it means that it has to happen. And that's not actually what happens. Like the idea is through infinity, eventually it will happen most probably. But in the same way that if you f- flip 500 fucking heads, it's still a 50-50 chance to hit a head yeah. the next time. Yeah. There's still a fucking low chance of all this shit uh, coming and there might be very- um, What do you uh, mean by all this shit? Like all the checks and balances you need in order to sustain life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absurdly high odds. And then, and, low odds. And then the odds that there's another uh, species that are interplanetary and they found this uh, thing because it's close enough because remember space is big. Humongous. It's not small. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, we look at a fucking solar system it's like, oh yeah, I'll just pop over to Pluto. It's like, that's not how it works, mate. Yeah. You know what I mean? The idea of light speed is very silly. Also think about it this way. So humans have mapped every centimeter of earth, every centimeter. Like we know, we haven't mapped like inside the, the, the jungle, like maybe the Amazon. Even like the deep, deep areas of the trenches. I'm pretty sure like the Mariana trench. Yeah, sure. But but we, we know where the land is and where the the water is. Sure. Yeah. And we're, we're 
extraordinarily sure. We've have we've got satellites, but even before satellites, we were quite good at, at mapping out where everything was. Like even Christopher Columbus was able to go there and discover land and then I mean, map out the world. <laughs> he's he's probably not the geography expert you want, considering he went to the wrong continent. Sure, sure. <laughs> but but I'm just saying that we were very good at mapping things without actually going there, like through satellites, through all this technology. Yeah, of course. I don't think it would be very long until we find a way to to do that with the universe. See, I know what you're saying and I understand and I agree because we've seen- like like, Maybe using sonar or some something like that, you know? Like there was a guy, I think in like the 1920s or 10s or 30s, I can't remember, who said everything that is ever to be invented has been. And then, you know, uh, fucking, what's the physics we did in uh, fucking high school? The one with- uh, Einstein? Uh, relativity? Yeah, but like that style of physics where it's like the molecular level in terms of, in terms of like electrons and shit like that. Oh yeah. Fuck, I forget what its name, uh, what it's called. Anyway, it's a whole brand of physics where it's like, you're not looking at things on the outside. You're also incorpor- incorporating the uh, inside of it and all this yeah, kind of like shit. Yeah, like the micro. Like yeah, the and it like revolutionized yeah. the whole fucking way we view science and all this kind of stuff. And like technology has boomed and all this. So I understand that it's easy for you to think like, Oh, and not just, I'm not saying you, you, I'm saying like people to think, yeah, in 500 years, we'll be flying around in space cars and stuff like that. But it's more that I don't, like people then say, well, if that's the case, then what if a, a country was, or a planet was a thousand years before us and they're already there? And I get it. My contention is always that we have no proof that that exists. Not that it doesn't exist, but people just assume it does and that they're spying on us without yeah. any proof. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times it's because it's fun. It is extremely- You know fun. what I mean? You it's you see Independence fun. Day and you're like, yo, if the fucking aliens came here, I'd get my AR-15, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like- Well, oh. well you're an engineer. What's your opinion on, on AI taking over? It's very, uh, it's, it's a bit scary. I'm not gonna lie. It depends how good it gets. Are you scared of it? Uh, not actively, but is it something that you should say people should be scared of this? Well, it's, it's hard to say because you need checks and balances. If you develop good checks and balances, then it's fine. Like if, if a, it's almost like if you incorporate a slavery mentality where AI is there to suit humans, mm-hmm. then maybe it's good and like it won't go wrong. It's like that, uh, can you remember iRobot where the whole idea was like there were three laws. One of them was like, you can never harm a human. Yeah, You have to do something for a human. But like if it was, if you incorporated an AI that could run around the entire world, right? It was interconnected, which we're going to move towards interconnected systems. Like once we have driver cars, you're not gonna have- Driverless cars. Uh, driverless cars, sorry. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're not gonna have one car which just has a bunch of sensors and does it all by itself. You're gonna end up getting a network of cars. You'd hope, so. You'd hope there's a system. Of course, yeah. yeah. It's just like trains. Like if there's a crash 50 kilometers up. That's a whole new definition of off the grid. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We, I mean, when you think about it, there isn't really a grid right now. Yeah, I mean- Imagine how crazy being off the grid will be in the future. Oh, bro, it'd be wild. Because it's like uh, there was that sh- the game Watch Dogs where the guy could like hack into all the stuff. Yeah. And it will yeah. can go even further because if you have a network of uh, of driverless cars, if there's a crash up ahead somehow, like someone just jumps out last second to try and commit suicide, all the other cars will slow down in unison. So you could have bumper to bumper traffic all going at 80 kilometers an hour and the computer will be able to d- determine how fucking fast to decelerate these traffic cars. Traffic won't exist anymore. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be pretty insane. I'm not going to lie. It's incredible that that can happen. But then one person jumping into the footpath fucks everything for everyone. But the thing is that one person jumps in, but all the other cars back, they can sense that from that one car sensor. Sure, but- And they can all adjust based on it. But sure, but then you still have a massive deceleration. Like it's not a comfortable driving experience. You're right, but all of them decelerate at the same time. So they could maintain a fucking single form. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's pretty- It's absurd how- it's how pre- And we're no- The thing that people think, with, they think we're 10 years away. We're not 10 years away. We're- Various years away. Is the tech here, or is it is it legal? Is it legal and polit- political, or is it tech thing, or is it everything? It really depends. So you know how um Boston, you know Boston Dynamics. Yeah, they're these guys who release these videos for people who don't know, and they essentially terrify people. Why? why? <laughs> because well, a lot of people are interested, like myself. Well, but what is Boston Dynamics? It's a company, but what is it that they do? So it's a company. Are they owned by Google? I think oh. they were bought by a big tech company recently. But essentially, they create uh, robotic devices and. I don't think there's a whole lot of like actual use for them in the real world, but they're very, they, they showcase what we can do. So they've got like these robotic dogs that uh, when you kick them, they are able to like recover themselves and not fall over. You know what I mean? They've got these robots which are trained to be able to do backflips yep. called the Atlas. And there was this, so the Atlas robot was the one was, which was doing the parkour that went viral. What people didn't realize is there was like 30 attempts to get it done. 
there's this there's this thing which is like the robot Olympics where it starts off in a car, right? It's controlling the car with an arm. So a, a lot of people enter this competition. Essentially, there's a set of tasks you have to do. Yeah. So it starts by you have to drive the car, uh, navigate these obstacles, get out of the car, fucking climb some steps, cut through a metal thing, all the shit. I saw it in a in a, like a robotics class I did. Yep. The hardest task was not the driving, was not the cutting, was not the manipulating. It was stepping out of the car. Because basic motor functions that we take for granted are still- Like um, for the robots? Yeah. Like to step from the car to the ground. Oh shit. Like there's so much calculation and- Yeah, exactly. Landing correctly. Exactly. And like, uh, Uh, we're still so far away. To make robotic automate- It's scary in how bad we are with tech still. Like that's simple things you would think are easier. Yeah, like the simple, the things you would think are simple are the the most complex things so a lot of the time. Is the solution some sort of machine learning where it just learns on itself and it just gets better? Probably, and that might be the scary thing. But the idea is, imagine if you had an AI that was connected throughout the world through all these systems and it was there to protect Earth, let's say. Oh. We're fucked. Because humans are the biggest plague the Earth has ever ex- uh, experienced. Are we? Yes. Oh, we are currently. I don't know if we would be in the long run. though. I think so. This is the thing about humans. Human, when they discover they've done something wrong, they feel extraordinarily guilty and they do everything they can to fix it. So like think about climate change. Like the fact that we even give a shit about it is I mean, crazy. Like we, t- are, we are not that greedy. It, like took us, it took us hundreds of years to give a shit. You think about the- The in- fact that we even do give a shit. Do you think a dog cares? But, but the reason why is because we have such luxury now. Yeah, like yeah, if you go to the yeah, third world where yeah. people are struggling to stay alive, like I was watching Blood Diamond recently and there's just mad fighting in between all the and all the tribes and stuff like that. Yeah. Not the tribes. It was like a like rebel a rebellion group Blood in the Diamonds? military. Yeah, the one with uh, Leo. Yeah, I love Blood, that movie. Blood Diamonds. How do you say diamonds in a South African accent? I have no idea. Diamonds. Anyway. <laughs> it's American as fuck. Blood Diamonds. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was watching it and a lot of those cunts, obviously it's a movie, but there's a lot of it is based around what happens in Africa. There are just people who they do not know if they're going to see tomorrow because there have been mad rebellious groups that just go through, like these militias that just kill you. Can you imagine a second living thought. life in that type of uncertainty? Bro, it's wild. I, I was, uh, Australia has this thing called smart travel, Yeah. right? It's a website to help you see like what's safe, all this kind of shit. Yeah, and a lot of times- update it when you're traveling, but fucking no one yeah, does. Yeah, no, no one gives a fuck. I did when I went to Palestine. That was the one <laughs> time in my life that I updated it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember I was like, I was sitting there with my dad. I was like, oh, like we're going into the West Bank now. Do you reckon? I was like, I was like, you know, the website says we should update it. What do you reckon? He's like, oh. Surely that's the one place you would feel safe. Well, no, no, he was just like, update it. <laughs> just do it for me as well. <laughs> I was like, okay, sure, let's do it. Surely that is the one place because you're going back to your fucking people. Yeah, but- You're not yeah. with the tyrannical leaders who are oppressing you. That's fine, but it's like, what if they, you know, these the people, Palestinians die all the time. And no one asks any questions. You're right, because it could still be like, yeah. like gone if, down if you just by saw some a, If you saw a news article right now, like if you say you open up the Australian, whatever whatever newspaper you read, the first thing is there, 60 Palestinians died. Are you clicking that article? No. Yeah. No, like honestly, even if- Like it's just a Tuesday, really. It, yeah, honestly, at this stage, we're so desensitized that no one gives a shit. So- I, what, what if it's a 60, 60 Palestinians and two Australians die? So let's, no let's say, and I'll get back to the smart travel thing in a second. Let's say you take out your adventurous side because- I think we're both people that if we had a chance to meet Putin or fucking Kim Jong-un, it's like, yeah, in a second, bro, that sounds great. Okay. Whereas a lot of more sensible people in the world be like, no, these people have people killed all the time. What's yeah. the chances that Baz and JMO aren't going to make an off-color joke to these fucking people? Have you seen the, um, this, uh, have you, I think you've seen the Yon Me Park with, um, with Joe Rogan. Yeah, I listened to it so, recently. So actually. one part of it, she says is like, people think of Kim Jong-un as the, as the sun. You don't want to fly too close to the sun. And you really? also, yeah, it's like, it's like you want to have the Goldilocks zone. You want to be close enough that he knows who you are and respects you and like will, will give you what you want, but not too close that you can get on his bad side because you get on his bad side for one day and you're dead. Oh yeah. You could be his best friend from his child. He killed his own brother or something. Yeah, like that. that's like, what she was saying. Yeah. One bad day and you're gone. And it's like, it's like you just, you never want to, like you want to have that Goldilocks zone. Would we have Kim on Milk Bucket? Fuck yeah. I'd get him a pack of VBs. Bro, imagine that ratings. Bro. Milk bucket featuring Kim Jong. Imagine what the le- imagine what the Guardian would say. But here's oh. the thing. Yeah. What would okay. we say? Because we can't really say like, so imprisoning people for it or against it. Because we know his answer. What would we bring up? Like how how politically, like let's say we had Putin, right? Yeah. 
Because I think I would much rather have Putin has more redeemable that. qualities than Kim. I think because sure. he is an he's probably an evil guy, but he's like said he's like laughed at his cabinet minister for saying like, oh, by the way, they don't eat pork in fucking Indonesia, the yeah. biggest Muslim country in the world. I, I, if I had either of them, I would I would like us to be the first interview they've had that isn't political. I would like to learn a little bit about himself because I know that Kim Jong. What kind of girls you like? Well, Kim Jong Un studied in Switzerland, bro. Did he? Yeah. You reckon he was taking down any baddies? <laughs> Absolutely, bro. He's doing it here. He's I don't know if he home. would though, because they're all like fucking six foot over there, and I'm pretty sure the average North Korean height is like five four. Oh, oh, no, it's five two. Is it? Oh, yeah, she did say. Yeah. No, uh, for women, wasn't it like fucking four ten or some shit? I wouldn't be surprised. That's crazy. But I would love to get. It's to like know their I think. Th- what's crazy is, is it four nine or four ten that you're a dwarf, like medically speaking, or whatever. I'm not sure. Imagine an army well. of like in heavy finger quotation dwarfs fighting you. Little people. <laughs> Um, Can you call it the little army? Well, Is that offensive? Would you rather fight 10 little people or one <laughs> or Shaq? <laughs> <laughs> Probably Shaq, I'm not going to lie. Oh, Because they'll that, swarm bro. you, bro. It's like, bro. have you ever seen ants take down like a fucking antelope in Africa? They just swarm. Have yeah, you ever seen a, uh, I have, I have actually. Indiana Jones? No, what happens? Oh, Indiana there was Jones. one where like these massive fucking African bull ants or something like that just swarm up people and you can't, you can't like attack them all. Yeah, yeah. You know, I love how I'm comparing fucking little people to a swarm of ants. Look, is, we're for everyone, okay? Uh, the thing is, fighting a seven foot two guy, if assuming like I've do, I've got very little experience in fighting, I don't think that I have. More than I thought 1%. you could beat up a raging put, uh, pit bull. It's different. How? Well, because uh, pit bull I'm, has fangs. Yeah, but humans and years of built in experience killing things. Sure, but humans have like characteristics that animals just don't have. Like, like what? The fact that we're bipedal, which means that we stand on two feet. Sure. It's like, it was like when, when humans became bipedal, it was like, that was, that was the, when the growth started and we exploded in, in technological advancements because it means suddenly you can hold things. And like the, the, the that ability was to hold- thumbs. Huh? That was opposable thumbs. Yeah, well, that's even, uh, that's an, another huge thing. Yeah. But, but the, the fact that we stand on two feet and that we don't need to balance with the other two hands means that we have them available to us. Do you know what I heard? Maybe, maybe you know about this. I can't remember if we've had conversations about this before. Do you know about how dogs played a big part in our evolution? No. So apparently, and I'm heavily paraphrasing a video I watched ages ago, so I might get things wrong. Yeah. Apparently, when we domesticated dogs- so like there'd be wolves or something like that, right? And we'd yeah. like throw out the bones or something like that. And yeah. as a result, they'd hang around us. And it was I, it was either something that they would protect the food or they'd act as like an alarm bell or something like that. So if a bigger predator was coming along, would be you would know. Yeah, yeah. But something like that, I think it was like 3000 years ago, or some shit like that. So like when we're still pretty early on, that was like a massive uh, stage for our development because it gave you the freedom to actually focus on crafting because you could store food without fear. You. Yeah, exactly. Oh. It's like you could store food. You could fucking like build yeah. up uh, fortresses and shit like that. And what's crazy is you look at certain parts of the world where there isn't big buildings. So you look at uh, the UK, there's massive castles. You look at all around Europe. There's yeah. not that many land predators. Yeah. Maybe you have wolves. I think back in the day, there were lions in Greece and shit like that. And they got hunted to extinction or something. But like you didn't have massive predators that could fuck you around and you had very even temperature. Or like you, you knew when it was going to rain, so you could stay in one spot. Whereas you look at Africa, which is very temperamental, and like one year there might be massive floods where you can grow heaps of crops, and then the next year it dries the desert. Yeah, you know what I mean. And suddenly, well, that's why people left Africa. Well, exactly. They wanted to go somewhere more. You more you see, the big civilizations were along the river that flows through Nigeria and the one that the Nile. Yeah, and those were pretty much the only two, like not the only two civilizations, but the only two civilizations with like big monuments. Yeah, because it's sustainable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, this really is like a walk through a fucking park with dementia. Yeah. I have well, no well, idea where we start. It started with smart travel. I going down this, this thought and I've already got my answer, so I'll let you think. Cause okay. it's, a, it's, a, it's a big question. But sure. what, what do you think was the most instrumental invention in humanity? Or, okay. So my answer that I've already, I've already uh, written down actually was-, was Are soap. we being corny? So well, no, no, I wanted to be 100% honest here. I reckon like the invention of soap, the fact that you can then now do horticulture, horticulture and you can grow plants and you can be working with soil and manure and then wash your hands and then eat with your hands. Like that's instrumental to the, to the development of humans. And the fact you can wash your food now, you can like think about what clean hands mean for society and cleanliness. I, you know what? I, I've heard this before. But maybe fire. Fire is a huge I mean, fire. Look, 
I don't know soap or, or fire. Like, which one is better to have cooked food? Obviously soap. Uh, fire, fire, obviously. I would say soap. I would no, rather eat raw food with clean hands than cooked food with dirty hands. No, because you can't, your body can't handle a lot of the raw food. But your body can't handle- The fire also provides warmth, which soap doesn't provide. True, true, true. Like fire, like there's, um, have you ever seen Tear Zoo? Yeah, he's a fantastic YouTube uh, YouTuber. He's got millions of subscribers, right? Oh, yeah. But what he did was he broke down. Uh, he was doing tealets before there was a thing. Oh yeah, right. And he breaks down like animals, almost like it's a game. Yeah. Into like these tier classes, so he'll go through like uh, the the falcons, which falcon means bird of prey, so bird that eats other bird. Yeah. And it goes through, and he's like, oh, in S tier we have the fucking eagle because it's the biggest and the strongest and all this shit. Yeah. He's got these certain systems, and one of them is the ability to create. Uh, like not teams, like family structures or something like that. Yeah. So like work within groups, that's a massive part of evolution into the next step yeah. and the ability to master fire. And there are plenty of animals that have the ability to, you know, create uh, organizations within and they tend to be quite successful. You look at chimpanzees, you look at killer whales, dogs. gorillas, dogs. African wild dogs are some of the most effective hunters in Africa. Yeah. And they're small as fuck. And they're not tiny, but like they're not big animals. They're not yet. Rottweilers. Yeah, exactly. They're not even a Rottweiler versus one African wild dog. A Rottweiler would probably win because they're just so much bigger. Yeah. Have you seen but, Rottweilers fighting wolves? Oh, yeah. Bro, it's wild. It's badass. When you see Rottweilers fighting coyotes, it's almost sad because the coyotes have no chance. Rottweilers are fucked. Yeah, I've, ne I've never dog. seen a they Rottweiler. Got fangs. Well, this is the thing. I've never seen a Rottweiler not calm as a lion. Like their posture is just absurdly good. They're, they're, it's just like their confidence and their sheer ability to be able to fight anything. See, I know what you're saying, but I saw a video once on TikTok of a guy having to calm his Rottweiler down. And before that, I was like, oh, they're so cute. I kind of like them, all. you know what I mean? They're no, they're huge. No, they're cute. I don't know if they're cute. Are you using the wrong dog? Rottweiler, like the big ones. The ones with the black and brown coat? Yeah, yeah. No, they're cute. I saw one the other day. In, when if, I was you, for a walk. if you think about it, they're the prettiest of the scary dogs. Like Pitbull is scarier looking. Uh, uh, Staffies just look like small pit bulls, really. What about a, like German Shepherd, a Labrador? Like very, Labradors aren't scary dogs. But, uh, yeah, I know, but they're, but they're extraordinarily vicious if you train them to be. Yeah, it's like always, you can train them to do anything. It's always the most big dog, realistically. Not like Greyhound, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way you're fucking teaching a Greyhound to, to fucking attack anything. What do you they're, mean? Like their, their whole fucking, their whole breed is to chase and attack a bunny rabbit that never gets Oh, I, I guess they could chase other, other Also, greyhounds are one of the dogs that a lot of times you have to have muzzles for. Yeah, because of animals, but they won't ever attack a human. I'm sure, but yeah. like, but people say they that. Do, they won't hurt. People say that about everything, you know what I mean? True, true. But no, uh, with, with Rottweilers, he, I didn't realize how long their fangs were. Are they? Yeah, it was like, so they, well, they're canine teeth, not fucking fangs, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So he had to put his fucking head to the fore, his forehead against the forehead of the Rottweiler because it was in a cage, right? It was his Rottweiler. He put his own head. Yeah. And it was snarling at him. And you said, it was like, uh, you ever watch fucking blacks.com and the dick's so long it's got a bend at the end? Yeah. That's, that's what this teeth look like. That's what this teeth look like. It goes down for so long that it's got this little bend at the oh, end. Man. And he's just fucking forward against forehead. And the dog just starts shitting himself and slowly goes back into the cage. And well, then is that calm. what you have to do when you have a fucking rock wheel? Bro, I was, always, I was immediately- out alpha them? Bro, I was immediately like, life. oh no, I'd be the bitch of the relationship. I can't do that. Oh, I need a dog that's that. gonna listen to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know that with like all big dogs, like even like German Shepherds, you need to alpha dog them. Like you need to show them who's the boss. Just I can't believe you use the example of German Shepherd. Why? Because they're aggressive dogs. They're yeah. like military dogs. Yeah, yeah. But like you, you need to consistently. But show like, them uh, boss. like Golden Retriever, they're just fucking sweethearts. Yeah, yeah. Golden Retrievers are so. Cute. <laughs> Do you know what was crazy? Yeah, I think Labradors are way cuter than Golden Retrievers. You're bugging. At it, I don't like hairy dogs. That's why. Ah, you're crazy, bro. It's so much nicer to pat. Um, I, it's only because it's like, you didn't have a dog and now your sister has a greyhound. So you think that like, oh, this maybe. is the nicest one. If you had a nice fur fucking patting it and shit. Yeah, but, but the thing is, it's like, it's kind of like touching an Asian's head. Like it's a <laughs> nice short amount of hair. So it's like, you know, like those spiky hair. It's like, it's like that. <laughs> Why is that Asian? That's just the number one. I don't know, cause it's Jack Chang. Oh from my God. high school. Basil's one Asian yeah, friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one you can touch his head. But yeah, and he's always had spiky hair. So by the way, what is what is based? I don't know. People, okay, I really want to ask- For the longest time, I thought based was just people misspelling biased. Oh, no, definitely not. No, I was confused yeah, by yeah. it. Yeah. I, like, what, like people always, like, I see a video and then I'll see based and I'll also see Sigma. 
What are your thoughts on, on, on the idea of Sigma males? Have you heard of that? No, I just thought it was like a variation of Ligma and I would never no, fall for no. it. So what Sigma is, is actually housemate Chris, um, what's the word? Does he know I, Candace? <laughs> <laughs> he identifies as a Sigma male. What is Sigma? So, so everyone knows alpha and beta male. Yeah. Sigma male is a lone wolf. And it, and it happens in, in nature as well. Like it's like someone who- That is alpha, isn't it? No, no, no. Not, no alpha means that they're part of a society. But Sigma means that they prefer to depend on no one. It's them, their girlfriend, and that's it. Do you know what I think that is? And maybe their children if they have them. Do you know what I think Sigma a Sigma male is? Because obviously it's an internet thing. No, it's a real thing. No, it's not. Well, the whole James Bond was supposed to be the quintessential Sigma male. Yeah, based on what today's uh, definitions were. You know that like- If you watch the Sigma Even alpha, apparently, apparently alpha males aren't a thing. Well, a lot of a lot of research says that it doesn't exist. Yeah, like even within like wolf packs and yeah. stuff like that. I don't know. Anyway, who, know, who fucking yeah. knows? It's more fun to believe it is. Yeah. But yeah, like, sure. I think sigma males is people who feel like they don't fall into beta, trying to rebrand, uh, don't fall into alpha, trying to rebrand beta into something cool. Nah, because like when when we talk to Chris after the podcast, it'll come out. And when you see James Bond, especially if you watch the '90s one, like the Pierce Brosnan ones, it's extremely intentional. Like they make sure that whenever he has a, like a support system, he never uses it. He's always about, I want, I've got my gadgets. I've got my things. I've, I've got my people that I need when I, like I've got my boss, I've got my gadget guy, M and X respectively. I get what I need from them and I do everything by myself. Yeah, but I don't think- Everything. I don't think alpha male, I think a lot of alphas will then fall into that category. No, 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 not at all. Of course. Like, I mean, who's, who's a quintessential alpha, males- alpha character in, in movies? An interesting one. I mean, so I, every I mean, action here, you look at fucking Jason, Jason Bourne or Jason Satham. Like, he's, a, he's a Sigma. No, but that's because we've rebranded that. That wasn't a thing 20 years ago. You know what I mean? I wonder if it wasn't. I don't think it was, bro. Well, yeah. I people are like, people love to, it's like fucking, uh, what is it called? What's the one where you're, you're, you don't believe in your own accomplishments or something but, like that? But also, oh, imposter syndrome. Yeah, that. I feel like we just find words to represent every feeling the human emotion can ever have. Identifying, self-identifying as a sigma is not something for everyone. Like for me, that sounds horrible. I always love the group assignments. I love working in a team. I love <laughs> accomplishing something way bigger than myself. And like a, a single person can only do so much. And I know you what you're team, saying. Like what I, you can accomplish with 10 people is 25 times more than you can accomplish by yourself. We were talking about this before the pod. You had good group assignments, didn't you? Yeah, I was always the bludger. Bro, I had the worst group assignments. Yeah. I somehow got, it's because I must've been lazy and just like went to the class to try and get a person, you know what I mean? Or get like oh. a group. I mean, I think you kind of do. You got to go in there and look for the people that you want to be in a group with. Yeah, exactly. But like I, I, a lot of times I wouldn't go to class and I'd be like, oh fuck, I need a group. Let me figure this out. Yeah. But one time we had to, it was for a subject called design and innovation. Yep. And the whole idea was you, uh, you know, they teach you all about business and shit. It's a bit fucking corny to be honest with you because they just preach a lot of innovations and entrepreneurship and stuff. Fair so it's, very, it's a pretty simple subject. But uh, one part of it was you had to design a prototype or like a product as well as a prototype for... Uh, a particular thing. So the, the 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 topic when I did it was like a pet product, and we were trying to think about shit at first. And this one guy came up with. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember what he said. What did he come up? He's with? like, "Oh, it's like a backpack, and but you put it on one of those harnesses." And I'm like, a "Backpack for an animal?" Yeah, you know how like uh, like a dog will have like instead of a lead with a collar, they'll have a harness which goes around their chest rather than their neck. Yeah, I much prefer that. Yeah, of course, because it's like the dog doesn't choke themselves yeah, and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. So it's it's more humane. The idea was you'd have little pouches on the side or something like that. Maybe you store some fucking doggy treats or whatever or yeah. a tennis ball. Yeah. Who cares? That's not a big deal. It's a he did, when we were in the design phase, we were all discussing and he drew a picture. And he I looked at the picture and I'm like, oh, isn't that a cat? And he's like, yeah, when you take your cat for walks, you can put this on and do this. And I died more than I'd ever died before. He <laughs> said, so when you take your cat for a when walk? When you take your cat for a walk, like it's a normal fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> what did the rest of the group say? Oh, one of the, so it was two Indian guys and me. So the other guy didn't do anything and I just fucking died laughing. And he This didn't. was like a real life meeting. Yeah, he showed you me a picture of it, it was great. Did you take a photo of it? No, I didn't actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great idea though. Yeah. Having a little backpack on your dog. But it is so funny because quickly I was like, all right, backpack on dog. I like that idea. 
we're not going to go with your cat idea. Yeah. So I started immediately just inserting myself and making myself the boss, essentially. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, what about a dog? Because, you know, people love walking dogs. Cats, yeah. I've, I, you know, yeah. I haven't seen cats being walked that much. So anyway, we start doing it. Uh, <laughs> it gets to a point where we have a report and while I'm, we, we have to do a report and we have to do a fucking uh, a prototype. The prototype's just a bullshit one just to kind of showcase the idea. Yeah. So I bought a bunch of fucking cardboard and we were, I was meant to like sew the shits together. You know what I mean? To try and simulate what it would look like. It got too late and I realized I didn't know how to sew because yeah. I was just going in and out and it wasn't working. Shit's so I was like, fucked. all right, we need a stapler. So- um, <laughs> You just stapled it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm doing the report and I'm having to do this bullshit stuff that you didn't re- I didn't realize at the time because it was like first semester of uni or maybe first semester of second year. And yeah. I'm like having to do cost evaluation. So I'm looking up like nylon per square meter and shit and trying to like guesstimate how, the area cost that this would take and like yeah. all this other shit. So I'm like- just Googling and trying to figure out, like just make it sound like it makes sense. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, so can you guys like just make this shit? You know what I mean? Just like cut it out into a fucking shape or whatever, you know? This one guy who has done fuck all, uh, we we get to a point where we're going to present this fucking thing in 30 minutes. Yeah. Right. Oh, no. Okay. It was an hour at that point. And I just finished the report. At this stage you're winging it. Oh, no, no, no. So I, until we've been winging it from the start. (laughs) We probably started 20 minutes before. (laughs) No, so I'm still finishing the report. And he, um, I tell one of the guys, Hey mate, look, I need to finish this report. Can you do us a favor? Go up to level five. We're in this building uh, that I went to university in. Go up to level five, just grab a stapler. And he's like, oh, but you know, we're not allowed to. It's like a building which is like for students and stuff, but it's got like a uh, like desk which has like staff there. Yeah. But there's like kid staff, you know yeah. what I mean? Like students. They'll let you borrow a stapler. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, just go and do it. And he's like, oh, what if they say no? I'm like, just fucking take it. Who gives a shit? Just like walk up, grab yeah. it. And if they stop you, then say, oh, sorry, I just needed to borrow this for a second. Yeah. I have to push him for a bit, but he goes. 20 minutes have passed. I'm like, what's happening? By the way, we're on ground zero. It's ground f- level five. There's elevators. So he didn't have to climb fucking there. Everest to get there. Yeah. 20 minutes gone, he's not here. And I'm thinking this is fucking weird. I'm just trying to uh, bang out this fucking, uh, this report. 30 minutes, he's not here. I'm trying to bang out this report. I'm almost done. When did, when 40 did you- minutes, it, it was due within an hour. Oh shit. 40 minutes, he's still not here. At 50 minutes, he rocks up. Without the stapler. Without the staple and says, "Oh yeah, I couldn't bother. I borrow it." And I'm thinking, "Are you?" F-? And what I literally took you that, bro. Way? I snapped. I was like, "Are you fucking retarded? How could you not? What are you talking about? Just come back quicker." <laughs> what was I'm he doing? killing myself doing this fucking what report. What was he doing? Probably outside smoking. That is a racial thing because a lot of the Indians at my university would just roll cigarettes and smoke outside. But I don't know. What? The How could fuck? it take you five, 50 minutes to go upstairs and go down? So I grabbed all this bullshit fucking legged it, stapled the bitch together, rocked up. Thank God I don't get nervous in like doing presentations in front of people and I was able to guide it through. But even when I was doing that, we had these slides. Whenever it gets onto these two cunts, they're shitting themselves. I'm like, hey, cunts, you're not allowed to be scared anymore. You made me fucking grind a report out and couldn't even get a stapler in 50 minutes. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. You could have gone to Coles and bought a stapler. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and uh, so many experiences like this. Yeah, fuck. I, like I, ha- we had a time where we had to build this like robot kind of thing, yeah. and what it would do is <laughs> I can't believe man fucking left for fifteen minutes. I it was didn't come back with nothing. I was oh, like in that's, shock. Oh, it's fucking so bro. Annoying. I I had this guy right. Uh, we had this this project, and it was like uh, we we had to create, we had to design what we wanted to do, and what we uh, what we did was we had this robotic platform. Which, so it's essentially like a base with wheels, right? Yeah. It would drive up to colored balls and it would have, it had a Pringles can. And imagine if you made like a one-way valve, which yeah. means like you cut out a bunch of stars. So like when the Pringle can goes over this like little golf ball, uh, it can't come back out. Oh, so okay, it pushes yeah. over. So it ends yeah. up. The idea was it would push it over. Uh, it would detect the color, right? Of the ball. Cause there were yeah. different colored balls. It would pick it up, lift it up, drop it down in this into this little chute. And we had this little motor with four bins at the back. And depending on which color it is, the motor would uh, move this ramp so that the ball would roll into the right color bin. Oh, so it'd sort out the different balls. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, if you had you had blue, green, and red, and the idea would be it picks three, it up and drops three it off. Bins. Yeah, one exactly. For blue, for, yeah, exactly. So we're presenting it too, right? There's this, uh, I'm doing all the code. These two girls are doing this, uh, this other part of the code to like detect the colors. They were done. And this one guy said, yeah, he's like a very artsy guy. He's like, I'll take care of making the base. Yeah. He, we all, we're all there all uh, over all night. He's took so long that by the time we get to the fucking uh, stage where I can actually implement the code, cause I need to do some tweaks to make it work once the physical thing is built. Yeah. 
it's already time to present, which means we're having to delay, delay. I'm trying to do fucking troubleshooting to get to work. It gets to the presentation time and it's fucked. It doesn't work properly. Later on, we realized oh, that fucking the, the fuck. power had fallen out or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, mate, why the fuck? He spent was it hours- Was his job to fix? Yeah, well, it was his job to build the thing and he hadn't even thought of it beforehand. What? Like how he was gonna build it. You know what I mean? Uh, and I'm like writing the code for it, making sure it tried to work, but I need to have time to adjust it and like fine tune it to work with the device. Yeah, yeah. And I can't do that before it's all done. So, oh bro, I've had the worst experience. I swear yeah. to God, it's so funny because obviously there have been various times where I've had to pull through. There have been many other times where people have had to pull through me. Yeah. I've gotten extraordinarily lucky in that I I haven't done group assignments with people that didn't speak English very well. I haven't. Like I've, I'm very lucky that I haven't done that. Really? And the one time I did was back in marketing and they let me do all the talking. And, and we, we had that agreement, like from the get go, they were like, look, we'll, we're happy to do it. Like we, we hate presenting. We know there's a presentation. Only one of us has to present. Yeah. We will do the majority of the work. Yeah, you just yeah, do yeah. the final, just finalize it and present it. I've we, always been no like There's no chance we're well. going to do that. And they, they even offered it. I was like, bro, this is a fucking great deal. Yeah, so I've I got know. some, like, this is a marketing subject. I've got some fucking difficult shit that I've got to focus yeah, on. Yeah. Which I also ended up failing. But, <laughs> <laughs> but at least that marketing was fucking easy. It's one of those things where if you're, if you're blessed with the ability to not get that scared in front of people, it takes you so far in life. Well, there's, everyone has their own abilities. You're like, right. I would you're say right. that the ability to sit down and smash work and be very, very good at not procrastinating is much bigger of a gift, but you got to take the gift that you have and you got to take full advantage of the gift you have. See, I, I would disagree purely because I think that being able to speak in, in front of people is something that people are impressed by, whereas doing work that you're assigned is something that people expect you to do. But going above and beyond consistently. You're right, you're is right. Like, is, is like, it's but very, I think it's, it's like- It's not that rare to find people that are extremely conscientious. Yeah, like sure. You, you meet them a lot and those people just, I mean, Jordan Peterson says that the only characteristic that's associated with success is conscientiousness. If you're conscientious, if you're the type of person, which, which is the opposite of someone who procrastinates, like you're statistically likely to be more successful. If you're conscientious. conscientious means ethical. No, no, no. Not in that context. In, in this one, in like, so there's something called the big five personality traits. Yeah. One of them is conscientiousness, which is like how, you know, when something is done, do you get it done? Like when something is due, do you do it? Are you sure you're not mispronouncing using a- Just to make sure. What is conscientiousness? Define. Um, it would be one of the second or third meanings. Oh yeah. Wishing to do one's work uh, duty well and thoroughly. Exactly. So if you're someone who's conscientious, it's like, it takes you uh, a long Cause way. I was thinking of uh, relating to a person's conscious. Yeah. Although your, your definition is number one. Is it? The second one is the conscience one. There you go. Cause yeah. I was thinking of conscientious objectors. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, but, I but agree. This, this is the thing. And, and I'm someone who's not very conscientious and I know it about myself. And whenever I go into an environment where I need to be conscientious, I always do badly. Yeah. Because people that are conscientious, they will just fucking, they just destroy you. And it's, it's incredible to work next to someone who's extraordinarily conscientious and not very smart because it'll take them so long to understand something, but they'll just overtake you because they're just working, 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 working. And even though you understood it way quicker than them, they've just done all this work because they that's, haven't procrastinated all day. That's how I always felt uh, in engineering because a lot of the times I would like just procrastinate and not do yeah. any work. And then I'd ask a guy like, hey, yo, how do you do this type of question? And I'll show it to him. And he'll start explaining stuff and I'll get it. And I'll be like, oh, cool, cheers. But he'd be like, oh no, but you have to do this. And he'll continue and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, I fucking got it, mate. Can we move on to the next thing? Yeah. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? But yeah. it's because obviously there are a lot of people who like, they've taken a long time to understand the concept. Yep. Because mate, not even fucking bragging about IQ. I don't think I've got a massive IQ, but like, I'd say I'm more smart than the average fellow. Yeah. Um, which well, the, well, every person thinks they're smarter than the average fellow. So maybe I got to fucking bang on a hundred, who knows? Which, which also takes you to another point. If you have intelligence and you're extremely conscientious. Oh, that's crazy. Well, you see those people- all the It's time. like Elon, you don't see them all the it, It's the person in your high school that always came first. Yeah. And then it's the person at uni that got the top, the best job. And the thing is, it's not even a shock. You know, they're coming first. And, and it's the type of person where you're like, that was fucking deserved. That guy yeah. didn't stop working and the he was extremely smart. The great thing about those people is that it's very hard to dislike. Well, you could dislike their personality, but it's very hard to dislike them coming first because it's it's the classic tale of the guy who is meant to win winning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I know a guy who's like that, who's very smart and very diligent and he does really well in things, 
And like, there's not a bone in my body who's like, ah, oh, this fucking guy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, he deserves it. You kidding me? If he's anything, a fucking you're gun. you're unhappy if they don't get it. Cause it's like- He's got a great magic trick as well. What is it? It's uh, he did a trick where he'll, he'll, you know, say pick a card. Do I know you the pick guy, the card. Ah, uh, no, you don't know about him. Okay. So he'll say, pick a card. You'll pick the card, right? Then he'll do some shuffling, all that and bullshit. He gives you a fake one and then says, is this it? Yeah. You get it. And let's say it's a six of fucking clubs or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, nah, it's not. So you said the six of clubs? Yeah. Okay, cool. So one- Two, three, no four, way. five, six, C, L, U, B. Is this your card? And you're like, what are you? How is this fucking? Yes. Oh, he did it multiple God. times. He did it with just the numbers. He did it including the like the the suit name. It was fucking like incredible. That's insane. And I was absolutely belted at the time, so it was even more incredible. You know what That's I mean? Insane. I was like, I wasn't even <laughs> trying to figure out. I was just my brain was leaving my body because I'm like, this is fucking outrageous. Magic tricks are pretty cool. Yeah, but, but I, when you go down the rabbit hole of learning them, they lose their coolness. As soon as you discover what it is, the, the trick is, it just suddenly, it's just not fun anymore. See, yeah, I, the thing, I like magic tricks that are foolproof because there are some magic tricks that rely on like, when you give back the card, they're looking at a different thing and you're able to cheek a, uh, cheek a look. No, no I don't like not, those. That's not a magic trick. Well, yeah, but like so, people do that. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> Friend of the room just gave the thumbs up. <laughs> not the thumb, the but still. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but like uh, I, the idea that a lot of magic tricks might be staged is what turns me off it. Like, like so- All of them are. None of them are real magic. No, of course they're, no, but- it's like when you see David Nah, but it's a difference between, there's a difference between sleight of hand and like well preparation than the audience being in on it. So like David Blaine has one where he um, has a deck of cards and he's with LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and a bunch of NBA players. Yeah, Yeah, and he like presses it down and it turns into like one card. And if they're all in on it, fuck that guy, he's a cunt. Do you know how he does that? No, how? Do you want me to, uh, it'll remove remove the magic. I've seen it like 10 times. Okay, so what happens is when they're shuffling it, he's got a special sleight of hand. He's all about sleight of hand, um, David Blaine. All these tricks are, and they're also really easy magic tricks. That's the, that's the weird thing. He's really? extremely good at doing the simple ones. So the simple ones look magical because he's so damn good at them. Yeah. Anyway, so his trick with that one where he has a deck and he's just pressing down and it goes small until there's only one card left. Essentially what he does is that he's actually got like maybe seven or eight cards left, but he spaced them out in his hand so it looks like it's a deck. Wait, really? Yeah. So it's all in the shuffle before he sli- he's, mo- he's keeping them in his hand. He's hiding them in his palm and there's only eight left. And then when he's holding him, it looks like it's a proper deck because the cards are a bit thicker. Like it's a special deck that's made for it. It's a, it's a, it's a magic deck. But see, I, I'm and cool with And he just presses that. it down and it goes down and goes lower and lower. And before you know it, it's, it's just a couple of cards. I, I'm so fine with that. Yeah. Because that's like, as long as the audience doesn't know, like, uh, you know, the one he does where he spits out the frog? Yeah. So you know how he did- you see how much grind is in it. Yeah. But when he did, the first time I saw it was with, uh, it was like Dave Chappelle fucking, uh, who's the short one? The little black guy? Kevin Hart. Uh, Kevin Hart, yeah. Yeah, like a bunch of those guys, like a bunch of celebrities and he's yeah. doing that. And it cuts the part of him spitting out three liters of water before it happens. Yeah. And I'm like, when I saw it on Joe Rogan, I'm like, I hope he managed to do it first time with this one beca- yeah. because he's under the him. lights. Yeah. And there's a chance that maybe you can train for game day performance, but well, like- It's like when you when you hear the audiences that go to talk shows and they say, well, it was actually three hours of recording and it turned out to be 20, minute, 20 minutes. Yeah. Later. Talk shows actually piss me off because apparently, you know, it comes on and it's all very friendly. Like, oh, so tell me about this. They all the topics are pre-given to the person, yeah, and they know exactly what's going to happen. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Well, think, think, do you think these guys are that good on the spot? Like when you see Kobe in the shows, and he's got the perfect scripted answer. Do you think? Do you think he's that good on the spot? No, he's a basketball player. Yeah, but like some well, of them are all. fucking actors and comedians, and that's their job. Well, their job is to prepare scripts. Not really. So if anything, it should be. Per- and and the thing is with Kobe is that he prepares everything. He doesn't win. Yeah, games. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. But like with with other people, you know, I what wouldn't mean? be surprised if him and the interviewer sat down a day prior and practiced everything, so that there was no surprises. I think just because those people are on so much money that they come when they need to come, they're not like. I don't think people who are yeah. in these daytime shows are invest. Oh, not daytime, like yeah, late yeah, night yeah. shows. I don't think they're invested really. I Fair think enough. it's Fair enough. we're getting banked to do this shit, so we just do it. You know what yeah. I mean? But I, I, at the bare minimum, they would have sent the questions. Yeah, pair some answers and then it's it's one of those things. It's one of those types of comedy that was so much fun before podcasts, like listening to fucking Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel and stuff like that. It was a really fun experience hearing them talk to comedians or like yeah. celebrities or whatever. But the second podcast comes along where it's real and it's not like scripted and shit, 
and you see these genuine fucking argument, or these genuine debates or these genuine laughters and shit like that. And it's all off the cuff. It just becomes, it makes that shit, which is so obviously staged, just so much worse, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It fucking ideal. sucks. That's why I've the fucking- I've never really liked talk shows, bro. Oh, I did when I was like 18. I yeah. enjoyed the I enjoyed the chat. I thought Jimmy fucking Kimmel was funny and shit, but yeah, not I, I, really I predicted Ellen as well. I predicted that Ellen was a bitch. Like there, there's no way that a woman can be that happy. Like there's gotta be <laughs> like, for every- this There's is no thing. way that a lesbian woman can be that happy. It's not about her being lesbian at all. It's, it's not even about her being a woman. People like, it's like the conservation of energy. With every time you're happy, there's a time when you're sad. Although it doesn't, it, like it's a zero sum game. Yeah, but if she was depressed, that would be a more like understandable thing. The fact that she was, yeah, I always thought, I see, I see. I, see, I never got yeah. warm vibes off her. Oh, I, really? I thought it was like, it seemed very forced, but I just thought that was normal daytime. I didn't realize she was a cunt. Yeah. Like she got yeah. fucking canceled. <laughs> she was like hitting her employees and, and shouting. Yeah, the right? fact that like a guy ate tuna for lunch, so she told him to go home. Like just forever. Yeah, well, I don't know about forever, oh. but for at least that day. Imagine that. Imagine how embarrassed you'd be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, firstly, who brings fucking tuna to the office? You fucking hurt Look, everyone it involved. is it is unconscientious. <laughs> but, Legit. But, oh, I don't know. Uh, do you know, I do actually agree because there was one time a guy uh, brought salmon as like a meal prep. So it was like salmon and rice, but it was somehow green. So I don't know if you like had it in a pesto sauce or some shit, yeah. but it smelled so fucking rank that I like- Salmon? I, yeah. When I worked at that place- we would have, it was meant to be 30 minute lunches and yeah. we'd have an hour lunch. Yeah, classic, Everyone did. Classic. I left at 30 minutes because that's how bad it smelled. I was like, yeah. I cannot sit here for this long. But fucking what's a 30 minute break? Fuck a 30 minute break. That's that's not enough time to have a lunch. Fucking jerk off in the work shower and then get back to work. That's not enough time no, to get no it one, all done. But that's what I'm saying. No one really did it unless you had oh, work, okay. obviously. Yeah, yeah. But it was a typical, you know, they're assuming you work 7.5 hours a day in the contract and stuff like that. To end the podcast, I want to I wanna leave with a question, right? right. So this is the last thing we'll talk about. And I want everyone in the comments, tell us what you think. Tell us what you would do in this situation. So, If you could go back to any point in history, right? With your current knowledge now. So, you know, you don't know how to build a computer because yeah, you don't know how to build yeah, the parts and yeah. shit, but you still have far more knowledge and stuff. And let's say- But things don't go as planned. So you can't just buy Bitcoin. No, no, no you can't. Yeah, let's okay. say it has to be minimum 500 years ago. So you can't live to just or make money now. minimum 500 years Yeah, let's ago. say that. Oh. I wouldn't take that deal. No, look, you have to. Oh, fuck. So the question is, right, how much knowledge do you actually share? Because if you just suddenly come out with all these answers, they're going to think you're like a witch or a spirit or yeah. something like that, which yeah. is good in some cultures, but in, other, like in medieval England, you get burnt at the stake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, like, I what think, do you do? I, I think it's the small things you're going to miss. You're going to miss the better, fact, like Uber Eats. You're going to yeah, miss yeah. Uber Eats. You're going to miss Uber. You're going to miss- I've got a better question. Yeah. If you could go back to any point in history to view it, what would you do? So you can get an unbiased document. It's like Minecraft creative mode. You can hover above and see it all. What would you see? I would like to go to when the Arabs were ruling, like the 1200s, 1100s. Like whereabouts? Like like it's Spain or what are you talking about? Palestine, no, Palestine. They've been ruled. Or maybe Istanbul, like like Constantinople back in the time. I would like to go back to when they were at the top of world society. When they were like, when they were the first ever, like. Empire in Constantinople, defeat. they weren't really Arabic people. Sure, okay, it was okay. Romans. Sure, but no, Romans was in the BC time. This is fucking millennium after. No, no, Multiple no, millennium no Romans after. were after. Caesar only died forty four BC. Exactly, but this is still millenniums after. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not. Rome's capital, Constantinople, became the second Rome in the in the hundreds. But it was still Constantinople. It was still a a key part of world trade for. Thousands and thousands of years. Yeah, of course, but it wasn't, what I'm saying is it wasn't a state, it was, it was taken over by the Arab Caliphate, the, anyway, the anyway. Islamic Car- uh, Caliphate. What I would like to get, I would like to view back, view in that window, to, to be in Palestine when it was extremely bustling. Would you go back to ba- see if Baybar was a very tall man? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> what absolutely. if he's fucking five seven? You're yeah. like, this isn't that tall, yeah, right? Relax. Just go for a day, Very I'm tall. Yeah. I think I'd want to see, uh, I'd want to see Caesar as he, as he marched on Rome. Because really? they describe it as like, you know, he's like, he's got the most bad, he's such an arrogant cunt, but I love it. He's <laughs> got like these quotes in the book, like, you know, it, cause he wrote a biography of what happened, right? A self-biography, I should say, you know? And he's like, uh, so who knows how much of this is true? You know, there's this German fucking uh, Germanic tribe that attacked him and him and his builders, they like fled across this river and him and his builders, they, or, uh, they organized the building of a bridge 
right, yeah. to cross this river that like they didn't think would be able to uh, be done, especially the Germanic tribes that are way uh, lower in technology. Caesar walks across, walks back, and just did it, and then destroys a bridge. Essentially saying, I can get to you whenever I want. You're, you're mine. You know what I mean? It's such a fucking 12 inch flopping yeah, down on the table. So, he just walks it's around. so unnecessary. Vidi, vidi, vici. <laughs> I came, I saw, I conquered. Yeah. Like he gets to the river Rhine to fucking, uh, the Rubicon to like a uh, march on Rhone. And he apparently just stands to himself saying, and so the die is cast. <laughs> Like, fuck off. <laughs> it makes you think, is he this like little nerd just sitting in a corner Probably. fucking writing down banging quotes? Let's be fucking honest. It's like, it's, it's the I modern- I don't think he wrote them himself though. But No, I think he did. I think it's the modern day equivalent of when we think of like sick bars and send us to the group chat. Yeah. Like <laughs> fucking these bitches in the ass while we driving <laughs> real fast. Yeah. <laughs> I know boys, I hope That's you enjoyed it. this episode. Very, very different one to usual. Tell us yeah, the time in fun. history you'd go back to and fucking view. Uh, we really did live up to the motto of the show, a walk, of, uh, walk in a park with dementia. We started off with a certain path. I think it was smart travel. Yeah. Uh, it quickly diverted to a thousand other paths. So if people like things being wrapped up, sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyway, make sure you hit up the Discord, link down below, hit up the Instagram, the TikTok. We got fresh TikToks coming out Sub every week. Sub to the week. YouTube if you haven't yet. Sub to the YouTube. We posted the Squid Game video this week. So make sure you go hear our fucking wild and wacky predictions and review of the show. Uh, give us a five-star review on Apple and uh, Apple and fucking Google Podcasts. If you can, I would love that voice. What is uh, what is the secret word? Um, Free Palestine? Sure. I'm <laughs> always happy it. with that. <laughs> Let's do it. Will that help us in the algorithm or tank us in the algorithm? Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Where did the Rothschilds sit on Google? Do they own it or do they not own it? You never know. Anyway, anyway boys, thanks I hope so much, you enjoyed boys. this episode and we'll see you next week. See you later, lads.